Uh, uh, Allergies. The pollen is coming and the best treatment might surprise you. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we'll be talking about allergies on Access Health Radio. And I'm Mike Davis. Dr. Brian Forrest is a board-certified family physician in Apex. I'm glad to have you along with us on this Sunday afternoon here on WPTF. Dr. Forrest, if people want more information about you or our pra- your practice uh, after the show, or maybe uh, to find some past episodes to listen to, uh, where can they find that information? Well, if they want to hear old episodes of the show, or if they just missed part of the show this week and want a family member to be able to listen in, they can always find all the episodes at WPTF.com under the Access Health Radio Show. Uh, but we also do upload to Apple Podcast about an hour after the show airs live. Um, so lots of people just download that uh, to their device after the show and sort of listen at their leisure. Uh, if people want to send us questions um, that we sometimes will answer on the show, uh, they can send those to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. And if people would like information about our medical practice in Apex, uh, they can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or they can give us a call at 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. And we do have uh, some new folks at our office now. And so we are able to take some new patients, at least for the next couple months. Uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, Melissa will probably be filling up by the winter holidays. Uh, but hopefully we will have some room to take some new patients at the office. Excellent. So, Dr. Forrest, you know, a lot of people have seasonal allergies. Today you're going to give us some information and advice for what we can do about it. Tell us. Well, you know, I love the moderate temperatures of the spring and the fall in North Carolina. Um, But, you know, during the fall, uh, the ragweed and the early spring, the tree pollen followed by grass pollen, Um, that's sort of the price you pay for those good temperatures. Um, And then there's other allergies that come from things inside our houses, Uh, things that we don't like to think about, like dust mites and pet dander and mold and things like that. But those are allergies that are actually usually worse in the winter uh, because we're staying, spending more time cooped up inside our houses. So, Dr. Forrest, here's the first question that, comes to my mind how can people tell if they have allergy symptoms versus a cold or a sinus infection how can you tell the difference well mike this is one of the most common problems with allergies is that they get diagnosed as something else Uh, for example i often have heard patients say that they just got their twice per year sinus infection well typically you're not going to get an infection on a schedule so Um, most people uh, get really bad allergic rhinitis, and it gives them many of the same symptoms as a sinus infection or a cold. Um, And then they sometimes get improper treatment, like an antibiotic or cold remedies, when really what they need is something uh, to take care of their allergies and the misery they're having that go along with that. So um, here's some key ways to know um, if allergies are more likely to be your problem. Um, First, do they seem to be related to the seasons, you know, spring or fall pollen cycles? 
It sounds obvious, but in the fall and spring, I hear lots of people talking about the colds that are going around and that their entire family has had it for over a week. Um, but if that happens during a classic season, even if everybody in your family has it during the same week, it might be allergies. Um, also, you know, colds almost never last over seven days. So if you think you have a cold that just keeps hanging on and will not go away, um, likely the cause is actually from allergies. Now, this is a really cool way to tell, and this is one that I always pay attention to when I hear people sneeze because I want to know if they're contagious or not. And that's that if you sneeze in groups, so sneeze twice in a row, three times in a row, that's much more likely to be allergies. But if you sneeze once and then you don't have any more sneezes, that's more likely to be a cold. So, um, you know, when your nose is runny, uh, clear, watery stuff, if your eyes are affected, that's more likely to be allergies. If the symptoms are on both sides of your face, like pain or pressure in your sinuses, on both sides of your face, that's also most likely allergies, um, especially if it lasts longer than three days. Now, you can get fever with allergies, which a lot of people don't know, although it's usually a fairly low-grade fever. So, um, you know, those are some ways you can sort of distinguish it. But anytime that it, it seems like it just hangs on forever and it won't go away um, and it's on both sides of your face, it's usually going to be allergies. Very good, Dr. Forrest. Time has arrived for this week's Access Health Tip of the Week. You know, there are lots of treatments for allergies out there, uh, but most people don't use the one that actually works the best. Um, steroid nasal sprays are very effective, and they have now been shown to be safe enough that even the prescription strength ones have gone over the counter, and that's also brought the price way down. Typically, you can get these nasal sprays for about $15 to $20 for a bottle that'll last a month. And instead of reaching for a pill, the first thing to try is something like over-the-counter Nasacort AQ or Flonase. Um, now, it takes about 48 hours for those to start working, but they actually give you about twice the relief of the common over-the-counter antihistamine pills. So as soon as you get symptoms, if you start using those within 48 hours, uh, you're going to start to get some good relief from them. All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. We'll talk about what causes allergies and what you can do to treat them. That's next on Access Health Radio. We're talking allergies today, what causes them, how to prevent them, what you can do about them here on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us at uh, that time of year, just around the corner again, where a lot of folks are going to be suffering from seasonal allergies again, Dr. Forrest. So here's a question. What actually causes allergies? Well, allergies are caused by your immune system, um, basically thinking that something you've been exposed to in the past might be harmful. So your body, in turn, actually makes antibodies to those substances. Um, and then when you are exposed to them again, your body unleashes chemicals called histamines to fight off what it perceives as a possible infection, even though it's not an infection. And the histamines are one of the main things that cause the symptoms. That's the release reason that common treatments are medicines that actually block histamine. Um, the problem is even the best ones of those are fairly minimally effective by themselves. 
I often tell patients they can expect about 25 to 35% relief from the antihistamines. So, Dr. Forrest, how can patients go about actually avoiding allergies altogether? Well, it is pretty impossible to completely avoid allergens, uh, especially if you live in North Carolina. Um, however, avoiding them as much as possible can cut way down on symptoms. So there are a few simple things you can do. Um, first, despite the temptation when the weather in the fall is cool and in the spring when it's cool, people want to open their windows. Um, and especially at nighttime when those temperatures are nice outside, the problem with opening the windows, even when you've got screens in, is it lets in allergens into your house. Um, you know, that pollen can just flow right through those screens. Uh, the ragweed, the you know tree pollen, it all can come right through a screen. It'll keep out a mosquito, but it's not going to keep out those allergens. So keeping the doors and the windows, including your garage doors closed, as much as possible can cut down on the amount of pollen that actually gets into your house. Second, um, the counts for pollen are usually higher first thing in the morning and when it's windy and dry. So, um, you know, try to avoid being outside at those times and avoid stirring things up like raking leaves or stirring up lots of grass during those peak times. And if you are going to be raking leaves or stirring up that pollen, you know, wearing one of those masks that we got so used to wearing all the time uh, really can help sort of cut down on that. And, you know, one of the things is people don't realize that when it's windy outside, uh, you know, there's been an old wives tale that you would get sick when it was windy. People would catch colds when it was windy. Um, and while that's not true, the wind doesn't give you a cold. It doesn't make you sick. What actually happens is people get out in windy, dry weather in the fall and they are just loading their nose up with tons and tons of these tiny particles of allergens. And yeah, that night they're stuffy and their nose starts running and, uh, you know, they think they caught a cold and very often it's just that wind. And lastly, you know, using the climate control in your house and your car can really help. Most cars have a recirculate option. In most cars, it looks like a little button. It has mm -hmm. sort of an arrow that comes back to itself. And that recirculate keeps the outside air out of the car. And most cars actually now have HEPA-grade filters which will get the allergens out of the air in the car. Um, and in your house, you can put in special filters that will catch those allergens. Um, they are more expensive uh, and they have to be replaced more often because they stuff will build up on them. Uh, but putting those HEPA filters in your house, even in your air exchanger can really help. So Dr. Forrest, what are the best ways to actually treat allergies? We, we can't avoid them altogether, like you said, but once we are attacked by them, <laughs> how do we go about treating them? Well, we talked about this some in the tip of the day, but um, for most people, those nasal sprays like Nasacort or Flonase are the most effective, and they're going to be roughly twice as effective as the antihistamine pills. The only thing about it is they take about two days to start working, um, and so sometimes people try them and they feel like, hey, that didn't really do much. And then they go and get a pill and the pill seems to work. And really, it's just that the nasal spray takes a couple of days to start working. Um, but that really is very effective. And sometimes people are afraid of the word steroid. They think steroid has this negative connotation. But nasal steroids that go into your nose um, are really topical and they don't really get into your bloodstream very much. Mm -hmm. So uh, most people do well with them. Um, the, the, some of the, uh, alcohol type, uh, in the spray, uh, there's a type of alcohol that can actually irritate your nose. 
especially I find that a little more in the Flonase. So if that makes people have a dry nose or if they get a little bit of a nosebleed from that, they can switch over to the Nasacort. Um, and second, you know, everybody knows about the antihistamine pills and they do work. Um, they work best if you start them before the symptoms. Um, and you know, some of those can cause drowsiness. So we try to stick with the ones that have less drowsiness. Um, the Claritin, Loratadine generic are probably the best for preventing drowsiness. In fact, that's the only one they'll actually let airplane pilots take. Uh, they won't let them take anything but Claritin or generic Claritin. Um, the Zyrtec and the Cetirizine and the Zizol, uh, the, some of those Fexafenidine that you can get, they still are a little more sedating than the Claritin, but much less sedating than things like Benadryl. Benadryl is a much older version. It goes by the generic name Diphenhydramine, mm -hmm. and it's much more likely to cause drowsiness. And, you know, those older antihistamines actually also have the downside. They can actually make your mucus kind of thicken up. Um, and we definitely don't want that. We don't want to make it like rubber cement for sure. So, um, you know, and then third, uh, and these require prescription, but there are medications that block the allergy cycle. Uh, and one of the common ones of those, the brand name is Singulair. The generic name is Montelukast. And these actually prevent the histamines from ever being released, but they have to be taken every day um, to avoid sort of letting that cat out of the bag. And then chromalin is another option that sometimes people will use in eye drops. Uh, and there's some great eye drops that people can use that are over the counter. Um, there's also Patanol, uh, Napcon A, there's Astelin, and those work directly on the eye symptoms. And if, you know, the main problem that people are have is nose running, um, you know, besides the steroid nasal sprays, you can also get something called ipratropium. And ipratropium actually decreases the running of your nose. So people that have that as a chronic problem, um, that will specifically help that. And then an, a really cheap, easy way to get some relief when allergy season is here is literally nasal irrigation. Um, I'm sure people have seen the neti pots or the, the things that you basically wash your sinuses out with, but those actually are washing the allergens and the mucus out of your nasal passages and sinuses and it works well. Just make sure you're using a, a clean water solution. Uh, if you have boiled the water, that's fine to make sure it's sterile. Just make sure you cool it down before you use it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really effective as sort of a maintenance way um, to keep allergies at bay. Boy, that's the last thing you want is to burn your sinuses. Wow, I can't, I can't imagine. That's right. Only, only cold, only cold wash in your nose. Yeah, don't, don't use hot water. Good point. Not far as if someone has tried the over-the-counter nasal spray and the antihistamines, and they're still not getting any relief. What's next? Well, the combination of both of those is very effective, um, but some people may require a decongestant spray like Afrin. Now, Afrin is a nasal spray you have to be very careful with. Um, it works incredibly well. If you have a stopped up nose and you can't breathe through your nose and you can't sleep, um, Afrin or its generic, which is oxymetazolazine, will help tremendously with that. But this is very important that everybody in the audience hear this. Never use it over three days in a row. Um, it is incredibly effective, but if you use it more than three days, what happens is your nose gets where it won't open up without it and people would end up having to use it you know 20 times a day mm. to keep their nasal passages open so while it's very effective i actually will use it myself if i get a cold but i actually restrict myself to using it only three times 
per cold. I'll use it once a day, usually in the evening, just so I can get 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 everything open so I can breed. Mm-hmm. And then after that third day, no matter what, I stop using it. So that's very important. Um, and then the the last thing you can do, which is effective, but you know there's some work involved, is you can get an allergist to do allergy testing and get treated for specific allergies with allergy shots. Um, but that can be a several year process. And patients have to go through a fair amount of discomfort. It can be costly. um, And you have to do very routine visits to get that type of treatment. But it can be effective in people who just can't get relief from anything else. Straight ahead, we're going to talk about today's key points and our Access Health Trivia of the Week coming up. This is Access Health Radio, board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the companies that support the program. We'd like to thank We Care Pharmacy and Apex for supporting our show. They are an independent local pharmacy that provides great customer service, and I hear rave reviews on a regular basis from my patients, and I even get my own prescriptions filled there. You can check them out at WeCarePharmacyApex.com, or you can give them a call at 919-629-6010. And getting your prescriptions transferring there is as easy as calling your physician's office and just tell them to e-prescribe your refills to WeCare uh, in Apex. And they will even deliver locally uh, in the Triangle, and they will price match. And I have, uh, for my own prescriptions, I have found them to be over 85% less expensive than for the exact same prescription at some of the corner retail stores. Um, So it is real savings uh, on these medications there. Time now, Dr. Forrest, for the Access Health Trivia of the Week. So worldwide, allergic rhinitis affects between 10 and 30% of the population. And IgE antibodies, which is antibodies to antigens, which are what causes allergies, represent or present up to 40% of the population. And in one recent year, 11 million visits to physicians were just for allergies. Wow. Dr. Forrest, covered a lot of great ground today. What are the keys you want people to take away about hay fever and seasonal allergies? First, suspect allergies instead of a cold or sinus infection, especially when it lasts more than a week and if you sneeze more than once at a time. Second, reach for over-the-counter nasal steroid sprays like Nasacort AQ as your first line of defense. They may take a day or so to start working, but they work even better than the antihistamines. That doesn't do it. You can try the -the over-the-counter antihistamine pills as well. And nasal irrigation with just saline uh, works really well. And don't suffer through. Likely, you know, bad allergy symptoms need to be treated because they can trigger other health problems, including migraines, ear infections, bronchitis, and sinus infections. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. That's all the time we have this week. Our scripture this week is from the Song of Songs 2.11. For behold, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, the time of singing has come, and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show. We look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.